This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. General Motors unveiled the Cadillac Lyric, an electric SUV that will begin the transformation of Cadillac into an all-electric brand. It's a good-looking vehicle that avoids the all-too-common silhouette of crossovers. That's thanks to the rear sail panel treatment that incorporates the tail lamps and a fast backlight. It has the look of a fastback. In fact, it almost looks like a shooting brake. The front end is distinctive because the blacked-out part lights up with a sequential display of LED zebra stripes as the driver approaches the vehicle. Same goes for the Cadillac logo, which no longer uses the traditional red, yellow, and blue in the Cadillac crest, but illuminates it with a white light instead. Inside, a massive 33-inch diagonal screen spreads across the instrument panel. GM says it has the highest pixel density in the industry today, with over 1 billion colors. There's also what GM calls a dual-plane augmented reality head-up display. The near-plane displays speed, direction, and other functions, while the far-plane shows transparent nav signals and important alerts. Judging from this video, the graphics look fantastic. And the lyrics should be super quiet inside. It features new noise cancellation technology that uses more microphones and accelerometers and is especially targeted at eliminating tire cavity noise. Since EVs are quieter than ICEs, tire noise becomes more pronounced. The Lyric is fitted with a 100 kilowatt hour battery with NCMA chemistry or nickel cobalt manganese aluminum. They use aluminum in the cathode to reduce the amount of rare earth materials, and it gets rid of 70% of the cobalt, one of the most expensive materials in a battery. And the electronics are incorporated directly onto the modules, which gets rid of nearly 90% of the battery pack wiring compared to GM's current EVs. It offers DC fast charging rates over 150 kilowatts and level 2 charging rates up to 19 kilowatts. Put it all together, and this will give the Lyric more than 300 miles of range. So here's our AutoLine Insight. The Lyric is a good-looking vehicle that's jam-packed with top-level technology. But our question is, why did GM show it off now? The Lyric doesn't go on sale for another two years. And right now, GM is launching its all-new full-size SUVs, the Tahoe, Suburban, Yukon, and Escalade. Shouldn't the company's marketing and communication efforts have a laser-like focus on getting the word out about those vehicles? Just seems to us that the official unveiling of the Lyric was more aimed at Wall Street than it was at potential Cadillac customers. With the stock market going crazy over EV startups, GM would love to have the investment community see it as a leader in electric cars instead of seeing it as a traditional old-line manufacturer. But we're going to have to sit on our hands for another two years before we see the Lyric out on the road, and that is going to frustrate a lot of people.
Engineer from anywhere. Perform tests from your office, lab, or living room. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, we have you covered. Our hardware and software is trusted all over the world. Global company headquartered in Troy, Michigan. Intrepid Control Systems. The world is changing at an ever-increasing pace. No matter what the mode of transportation, there is always the need for an efficient propulsion system. And that's exactly what Borg Warner has been doing since the earliest days of the automotive industry. As we reported earlier in the week, new car sales in the U.S. were down 15.5% in July. But sales of electrified vehicles were up over 6% last month compared to a year ago. And that's according to Ward's Intelligence. And it's all thanks to a nearly 20% gain in hybrid sales. More specifically, Toyota's hybrids. The Camry, Highlander, and RAV4 hybrids all posted gains. Plus, the new hybrid versions of the Ford Escape and Honda CRV, which weren't in the market last year, also pumped up sales. Sales of pure electric vehicles were down 4.5%, but still outperformed the overall market. The all electric segment is now at 1.8% of the overall market, still small, but better than in the recent past. And consumers don't seem to be interested in plug in hybrids. With just over 5,000 sold last month, it's a drop of 25%. As we reported, a number of EV startups are using reverse mergers as a way to raise money real fast. Nikola was the leader in this trend, and since then, Fisker, Velodyne, Proterra, and Lordstown Motors have used reverse mergers. So why all of a sudden are they the rage in the auto industry? On AutoLine this week, we're joined by Steve Gursky, the managing director of Vecto IQ, which helped Nikola with its reverse merger. And here's what he had to say about why reverse mergers are becoming so popular. We tried to solve a complicated problem, okay? And we were able to do that successfully. And a lot has to do with the company. And a lot has to do with the team uh, we brought. Um, but that's how we did. And I think what John... 20 years ago, the structure of these SPACs has changed. It used to be 20 years ago, the investor gets to vote on your deal, yes or no, and give me my money back kind of thing. So not only do you have a challenge with the company, but you had a challenge with the investors at the end that they could hold you up uh, at the end also. What that happened in recent years is they split the two votes at the end. Do you let me do the deal? Yes, no. There's no downside for voting no because there's no economic consequence of that. Do you want your money back is a different question. If they want their money back at 10 bucks or wherever they bought it, then I just need to find a way to replace that money, okay, through what they call a pipe or whatever. So uh, certainly the dynamic has changed, uh, which has made these better. And it's not just here, by the way. There's some enormous SPACs being done. Bill Ackman just did a $4 billion, raised $4 billion. And uh, trust me, I'm uh, going to do a good deal. So there's been some enormous deals done in this space. And to learn more about reverse mergers, you can watch that show on our website or on our YouTube channel. Kia is dipping its toe into the compact crossover segment with the newly introduced Sonnet. It goes on sale in India soon with global markets to follow. And it comes with a number of powertrain choices depending on the market. Three engines are available, a 1.2-liter four-cylinder, a 1-liter turbo, and a 1.5-liter diesel. Those can be mated to five transmission options, five and six-speed manuals, a six-speed automatic, a seven-speed DCT, 
or Kia's new six-speed intelligent manual that operates the clutch electronically. You may remember we've highlighted the exterior styling of the Sonnet, saying the rear pillar looks a lot like the Chrysler Pacifica. But this is our first look at the interior, which is dominated by a 10 and a quarter inch display screen that merges with the instrument cluster. Now, I'm not a big fan of the center air vent design or how they're mounted so closely to the HVAC controls, but overall, it's a decent looking interior. Kia hopes the Sonnet will bring new customers to the brand, especially millennials and Gen Zers. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. Intrepid Control Systems. Over the Air Engineering. Boost Your Game. And by Borg Warner. Propulsion Solutions that support a clean, energy efficient world. If you haven't done so, be sure to check out our coverage of the management briefing seminars, which are put on by the Center for Automotive Research in Ann Arbor, Michigan. This year, MBS was all virtual and we provided condensed wrap-ups that hit the highlights of the conference. You can find those videos on our website. Just look for the section titled AutoLine on the Road, or you can watch it on our YouTube channel. When the new Ram 1500 came out, it featured these roughly softball-sized units that are bolted to the frame around where the driver and passenger sit. What they do is they take in information about driveline vibrations and then spin an offset weight to create a vibration exactly the opposite of the one it took in, so the two cancel each other out. Now a similar idea is being applied directly to an engine amount to get the same effect. A company called Vibracoustic created an active hydraulic engine mount that uses an actuator to change the pressure of the fluid inside of the unit. An acceleration sensor first measures vibrations in the chassis, then a computer determines what needs to be done to offset that vibration and sends that information to the mount. Vibracoustic says it's the perfect application for cases of engine downsizing because it creates a more pleasant experience for passengers and it can reduce noise by up to 20 decibels. Nissan is introducing a new stock-based compensation plan for its executives and corporate officers. It's introducing restricted stock units to replace share appreciation rights as stock-based compensation. The company hopes that the new plan will lead to a long-term commitment from executives and create a more transparent business process. This new plan seems to be in response to former CEO Carlos Ghosn, who allegedly hid millions of dollars in compensation while at the company. And wow! Was I surprised at how many comments we got about raised white letter tires? And it does seem they do generate more comments from strangers. Dana Ford says, My S10 has been wearing raised white letters for over 20 years now. It's completely stock, yet I get compliments almost every time I take it out in public. Dale Leonard has a similar story, but with white wall tires. Both of my 1994 Ford Rangers have white sidewall tires and I get compliments constantly with people saying that they should make a return. Trucks do seem like a popular application for raised white letters and Mike Plute says, for truck tires, raised white letters have outlasted passenger white wall tires because the sidewalls are taller 
and the truck design cycle is generally slower. But many of you also noted that muscle cars wear the look well too. Tim Seawright reports that his buddy just bought a used 2017 Camaro with aftermarket equipment on it and it came with raised white letters on the tires and he has received several compliments on it. However, it's not for everyone and Vic points out a common complaint when talking about any white wall tire. He says, raised white letters, a matter of personal preference, I'm not a fan. Plus, they take added maintenance to keep them looking good. And he's right, of course. They can be a pain to keep clean. And you also have to worry about clipping curbs and getting curb rash. But that's it for today's show. Thanks for watching, and have a great weekend. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.